you're just going through the motions of life, but not fully living, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. It wasn't that long ago that we felt the exact same way. So now we're sharing what worked for us with you. We're so glad you found us. We'll bring you real life stories and tools that have helped us live more positive, intentional, and enlightened lives. Let us help you navigate your journey from where you are now to where you want to be. Pack your bags and let's go. All right, so welcome back to another episode of Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. We are super excited you found us. If you are a first-time listener, listen, there are no coincidences. You are here for a reason. We know that there's going to be something in today's show just for you. And if you are a returning listener, we are so glad you're back. And we ask that if you find information here that keeps you coming back, then somebody else will too. So please share this with people you know that could use um, could use what we're sharing. So um, Lori, we're going to introduce, we're super excited to have a guest today. So Lori's going to introduce our guest. Yeah, and we really do believe that, no coincidences. And so we've got a new friend on our podcast today. Her name is Catherine Chestnut, and I get the pleasure of introducing her. And so Catherine Chestnut is the founder and chief community officer at Alkaloid Networks, a co-working space she founded in 2015. In 2019, she created the Atlanta Co-working Alliance, which is a nonprofit, out of her passion to foster connections for local business owners and operators in the region. Over the past two decades, Catherine has navigated the realm of self-care, studying multiple wellness disciplines to support her own personal growth. She has a new book called Inner Affirmations, which is a testament to her practice of self-care and the kind of growth that comes from a mindful journaling routine. She is thrilled to share this transformative book with anyone who might need its affirming support. So we are so glad you're here. Yes. So listen, Catherine is putting all of our favorite things together. If you've listened to any of our other podcasts, it's like she's taken three or four of those and mashing them all together. So we're, we're excited about the tools. Um, we're excited about all the things, the journey and affirmation, self-care, all the fun stuff that you are about to all put into one group for us. So welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, thank you for having me. I'm delighted to be here. And um, well, you just read, Lori just read my bio. Um, it's pretty clear that the grass does not grow under my feet. <laughs> Love that. I seem to always be doing something, um, but I will say that I have actually been driven. I've been thinking about this book, this message for 17 years, and I finally, finally did it. And I just was, it, it felt like a purpose that I just had to share with people. I had to bring this tool to to, even if it was just one person that found relief or, or help or whatever with this tool or this message, um, I had to do it. So I finally got it done. So tell us about that. Tell us about your book and what, your, what message you're wanting people to get from it. Well, it's interesting because a lot of people will journal and, and Tanya, you were just 
talking about struggling with that yourself a little bit before we got on the call here. And um, I want people to know that it, it doesn't have to be hard. And the process of inner affirmations journaling, which is what I call it's, which is what I call the method. Um, it's really non-dominant hand journaling combined with creating your own affirmation from what you've written. And I think it's super important to realize that this isn't hard. This is, when I first started doing this, when I first discovered it 20 some odd years ago, I had a used, half used up composition book and a pen. And that was how I started. And I would say this non-dominant handwriting is the single most influential and meaningful tool that I was introduced to. And um, there's no wrong way to do it. You just do it and use a pad of paper, use, a, you know, use good notes to write digitally. I've done that too. There's no right way or when to do it. You don't have to get up in the morning and do it every day. I do it three or four times a week. Sometimes I do it in the morning. Sometimes I do it at night. Sometimes I do it in the middle of the day. There's no wrong way to do it. Well, so go ahead. Well, I was going to say, so you, you journaling seems to be, it's a little harder for me. Um, and I tend to get in this rut where I'm kind of writing the same things. And so when we talked about, Lori, and I talked about your book and, and we were talking about like how, how easy what you said is and it never occurred to me it never occurred to me to write with my non-dominant hand um it never occurred to me to write in a way where i'm not really thinking and and lori said it earlier when you're right with that non-dominant hand you're kind of getting out of your own way um so you're not kind of controlling it you're trying to control the writing but you're letting everything kind of flow and so um, I'm super excited to try this because there are a lot of times I'm such a control freak that there's a lot of times where I can't get it out of my head because I want to control how it goes on paper and how it sounds. Um, and I need and how, to just... And how it even looks look sometimes, right? Yeah. Don't we judge ourselves if our handwriting's not exactly yes. perfect or whatever? We get in the way of the message flowing from us to the piece of paper. And so this really takes care of that. It takes that out of the equation where, uh, I mean, it just really is profound. It's so simple, but profound. <laughs> because like when you write in, in your regular, I'm right-handed. So if I'm writing in my right hand, um, you know, I'm, I'm judging what I'm writing, how I'm writing it, that kind of thing, wanting it to be in the lines or neat and proper and in the right grammar and, and all that kind of thing. But when you're writing with your non-dominant hand, automatically your focus is on making sure the pen gets to the piece of paper and gets actual what you're trying to get out in in the most concise way. And so it's, it is very interesting. I don't, how did you come across this way of journaling? Because that, that's really interesting. Um, well, in my many years ago, I spent a lot of money going to workshops and um, bought books and things like that because I was going through my own spiritual awakening. And I got introduced to this woman, um, Sue Myers, who has since recently passed away. Um, and she introduced me to this and it was very, 
I struggled at first and like, what the heck is this? And then I discovered that it's super easy. I'm more mindful when I'm doing it because I'm in the moment. And sometimes I would write down things and I would be like, whoa, wait, what is that? Where did that come from? And then I go, wait, that came from me. Oh, I must need to know this information because that's the kind of information, like you guys were saying, your logical brain, your left brain is your ego is driving the bus, man, and doesn't let your inner voice talk. Like you were talking about that inspired action. This is a different way of connecting with that voice. And it's an easy way to do it. It doesn't have to be hard. No, I agree. It, it definitely is. Um, and, and so when you, so how do you decide what to write, write, what to write about? So you get your journal out and do you, do you give yourself a prompt? Is there something that brings that to you to say, okay, here's, here's what I'm worried about, or here's what I'm thinking about, or here's my question, or how do you get there? There's a number of different ways that I start my journaling when I do it. Um, on Monday mornings, I do uh, a live session on Inside Timer, and I have a prompt. I get up early, and I when I say early, not stupid early, but I get up early and I find what's right for me and for the group that's going to be joining me and come up with a question based on what I read. And what I look at really are five different things really that I could pull from. So one, um, practice gratitude. Sometimes if I can't think of anything better to do, I'll just look out the window and go, my crepe myrtles are blooming and they're beautiful pink. And I'm really grateful and happy for that. Just, I mean, it can be something really small like that. Just write down what you're grateful for and just start. Um, I also will use um, Oracle cards. I have five or six decks and I'll just get grounded and pull a card and read it and just let that be what starts me. Um, sometimes I'll write a letter. Mm, I like that one. To, to myself, to the universe, to maybe my grandmother that's passed away. It do, doesn't mean that I need to send it. It's just a place to start. Um, another thing that I might do is if I'm troubled by something or I'm trying to make a big decision and I can't right? It just feels a little squishy and I can't figure out which way to go. I'll just start and like, what's the question and just start letting it go. Um, and then lastly, I will go and pull an affirmation from somewhere. Um, I have a new one on my own website every day that are my own inner affirmations that I've written over the years. Um, and sometimes I'll just take an affirmation and I'll just start writing. The point is, doesn't really matter what inspires you just start writing just trust the process and start doing it so and you, you said, said you something have... that you're using this as like a mindfulness tool uh, a tool to get you in the present moment to be more centered and um, in focus with your inner your inner knowing right and not your 
our crazy monkey brains that do all that weird stuff to us. And so, <laughs> so do you do that daily? Do you, you said that you, you whip out your journal and whenever it inspired, when you're inspired to do that, is that how you do it? I would, I, I do it three or four times a week. Mm -hmm. um, and I will say that when I didn't do it for a number of years, because I was in an abusive marriage um, up until four years ago, um, and my journaling process was kind of poo-pooed, um, I didn't do it. And I got myself into trouble because I was using my logical brain and not paying attention to what was going on inside. So I make a point of doing it three or four times a week. Again, sometimes I do it in the morning, sometimes at night. It doesn't really matter. As long as I'm doing it, I know that I'm staying connected to that inner knowledge and wisdom that I need to stay connected to. Well, and I think, you know, the whole point of, of this podcast is to bring tools and things that um, that work, that are, that are easy, that aren't overwhelming, that people can do, that they can hold themselves accountable for, but it's not, it doesn't feel like doom and gloom or drudge every time they have to do it. And so the fact that you don't make yourself do it every single day, you do it when you know you're going to do it a couple of times a week. And whenever the mood arises, you don't have to do it in the morning or at night. It can be, hey, I'm sitting at a coffee shop and I'm inspired. Here, here's what I'm going to do. I've got 10 minutes. Um, I think, uh, you know, our listeners are going to be excited that it's not an hour process. You don't have to sit in a meditative state to do this, right? Um, and because I, I, I don't have tolerance for that or time a lot of times. So I need something like this that really is kind of quick and easy, um, but that will put me in that space, that centered mindfulness. Um, I liked, for me, asking a question. Um I would be, I would think I would be really it'd be easier for me if I'm answering a question um, and I also liked you know pulling a card um, to give me something to kind of focus on would be probably my two if, if I if I was going to do this like how I would get there and so I'm super excited about trying this too. I know yeah, we typically yeah, bring things to our audience that we that are tried and true true for us and we have a podcast on journaling and Tanya and I journal very differently but um I don't think we we talked about it from this standpoint. Like we talked about it as a tool in our toolbox to to help us um, get more in tune with what our soul's desires are and that kind of thing. But I think what you're bringing a little bit different is this is even um, almost a different kind of tool than the kind of journaling we do, right, Tanya? Because we do sort of daily. We get in a routine of how we journal. And this is something that you can pull out when maybe you're struggling with something. You're struggling. I feel a certain way. I don't know why I feel this way. Like there's got to be a reason why that made me mad or why that why I'm sad about this or whatever. And so I could see me using this as a tool to help me get clear on the real truth, my real truth, not, not all the stories we tell ourselves. And so I'm excited to try it too, because it just, to me, it just makes so much logical sense. And you know, I'm Capricorn, we logical people. <laughs> and, and I've never thought about doing this before, but like to get out of your own way and write uh, in a, using an uncomfortable hand for me, right? It gets me out of my own way and out of my own mind a little bit. So I'm excited to try it. Well, and for me, I'm a Cancer, so like we feel everything, but I am, and I'm known for telling people I spend so much time in my head that this is a way for me to get out of my head mm -hmm. and yeah. to 
to not discount what I'm feeling and to just accept, just accept whatever it is that needs to come up for me. It doesn't have to be, there's no right or wrong. It's just what is. Well, and I really like that, that piece of, of, uh, feeling your feelings, like, a, a because Lori and I talk all the time, especially in this podcast, about how for so many years we didn't, um, we didn't feel our feelings. And, and, I, and that's still, I mean, that's still part of what I'm trying to continue to learn and grow in. And so um, this would be a good way to, to, to what you put on paper and you read it and you read it back to yourself and you, and you get a chance maybe to, to feel it a little bit more. Um, so that, that, that clicks with me too, because I think you're right. I think this would be a good way to be able to make myself do that a little bit more or to open myself up to it, I think a little more. Well, and don't get me wrong. I, I really believe that there's a place for how we traditionally journal with our dominant hand. But I will admit that when I wrote down what my vision for 2022, what I hoped to have in different areas of my life, I use my non-dominant hand and it got right cut right through the chase because when we're we're using our dominant hand, right? We're writing what we expect to read. We're filtering before it even comes out on paper. So for me, I wanted to get right at the core of what needed to happen, what I really envisioned for 2022. That's awesome. Uh, that's, that's pretty cool. So we're excited. Um, so we would love everybody to get a copy of this book, Inner Affirmations. Um, so I know we can find it on Amazon. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. And then how else do we find you, Catherine? Tell us ways to get in touch with you. How can people work with you? Give us an idea of how our, our listeners can get to you. Um, well, you can go find me on my website, which is super simple, catherinechestnut.com. And... Um, you can also find me on Insight Timer. Um, in addition to doing the live sessions on Monday mornings, um, I also have about 40 guided meditations that are there as well. And yeah. Oh, that's fine. I'll have to check those out. I love Insight Timer. Okay. And so all Catherine's, Catherine's contact information will be in the show notes. So you can figure out how to buy her book. You're going to have a website and then we'll list Insight Timer. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's an app tons of amazing meditations, all kinds of guided, unguided music you can use, trainings, teachings. There's, I mean, it's, it's a great site. So we'll have that posted in the show notes too. So listen, we're so excited you're here. We, we're so glad you found us. I'm delighted I found you and I'm loving listening to your podcast because you said that I talk your language. You girls are talking my language too. That's <laughs> meant to be thanks for listening to this week's episode of finding your way with Lori and tanya if you enjoyed what you heard today please share it with a friend and if you hadn't already subscribe rate and review this show on your favorite podcast player you can reach us at higher that's h-i-g-h-e-r navigation.com thanks for listening